idea we still allow semi-automatic weapons to be purchased is sick. It's just sick. It has no, no social redeeming value. Zero. None. Not a single solitary rationale. So that is what your president, our president, thinks of gun owners. He really thinks it's we're just sick. And that is why elections matter. I listened to Steve Bannon, and he says elections have consequences, and they do. So welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I'm a licensed firearm dealer. In this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as my bonus sports story or something going on in my personal life. So welcome. I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I just appreciate you listening. And so, yes, President Biden thinks that we are sick. Because of that, we are going to be in constant battle to protect our Second Amendment rights. And, but, you know, there are some good things that came of these elections. One is getting control of the Congress, and that means that Jim Jordan is going to be head of the Judiciary Committee, and he has already opened um, up with all guns blazing. And he has sent out letters to FBI, DEA, and our good friends at the ATF, basically putting on notice to keep your documents. Don't go deleting anything because we're going to be talking to you. In the letter to the ATF, he's following up on some previous requests that he's had. And so he sends this to the Honorable Stephen Delbeck. And he said, as we prepare for the 118th Congress, we write again to obtain your voluntary compliance with the outstanding request for documents and information necessary for our oversight. We appreciate your prompt attention to these outstanding matters. He says, over the past 21 months, we have made several requests for information and documents concerning the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives efforts to regulate firearms through the rulemaking process. We reiterated and itemized these requests in our recent letter of November 3rd, 2022, which is enclosed for your convenience. To date, you have ignored these requests and have you failed to respond sufficiently. Please be aware that if our requests remain outstanding, the beginning of the 118th Congress, the committee may be forced to resort to con- compulsory process to obtain the material we prepare. This is in addition, we adhere, advance our oversight. We may require prompt testimony from ATF employees. We expect your un- un- unfettered and cooperation in arranging for the committee to receive testimony from ATF employees. Please be advised that any testimony would be in addition to. Pr- to periodic hearings, we anticipate convening, and if necessary, with Robert Warren, Deputy Chief Legislative Affairs Division, concerning the status of, of outstanding requests for documents and testimony. So he wants to get the ATF on the stand, and he wants to talk to them. And that is going to be a big topic as we move forward in this next Congress, the, the hearings that we have not been able to have when you're not in control. And that is why being in control is so important. And that's why we have to keep fighting. I know that I've talked about it. The outcome was not what we wanted or hoped for in the midterms. But we did get control of the Senate. I mean, control of the House. And with that, you know, while most of the legislation we may pass, you know, won't ever make it uh, to be signed. But we can use our powers of oversight and start asking the tough questions. Bring on Dr. Fauci. Ask him, you know, where the origin really is. Why we were remasked up. Why? Why did they tell us things that they knew were untrue? But anyway, so that's some good things to look forward to. Another thing I want to talk about just as in this episode is, you know, in some previous episodes a while back, I talked about the need 
and the the value and the importance, in my opinion, of, of Bitcoin and what this uh, pristine asset can do for our country, for our, our world, but primarily for individuals to give them the power to control their money and their, their assets and not have the government intervened and, and be able to print out just unlimited amount of money to, to steal from us, in a sense. And as many of you know, some things have happened over the course of time, over the last few months. Some um, uh, failures, FTX exchange has filed bankruptcy, Buckfi, Three Arrows Capital, all those types of things. And I, I just want to tell you that those things still do not impact Bitcoin. Those were out and out frauds. They didn't have any impact on Bitcoin whatsoever in terms of the value of that asset in the sense that none was created, forged, stolen, lost, none of that. These were people that are committing frauds or uh, doing what has been done in the financial sector for years. And in 2008 was another one, over leveraging, making poor decisions, trying to get as much yield as they could on their assets by doing things that eventually those house of cards fell down. Not investment advice. But I, I just want to let you know that those things have not changed my conviction at all. And I can't end this podcast without talking about my TC Horn Frogs. Yesterday was a disappointing loss. Close game. Really wish they'd won. As I'm recording this, we're going to be waiting for the committee to come out to see who made the playoffs. I'm skeptical. I don't, you know, they just never seem to give smaller schools, big, even Big 12, any leverage over, you know, the SEC, as an example, but it still doesn't change the great season we had, the great first year for Coach Sonny Dykes, and just, you know, Riff Ram Bazoo, give them hell, TCU. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, and I will talk to you later.